BAM Radio Network. How do we stop the problem before it occurs? You know, create a culture where it's not competitive, but it's about a group effort around the kids. I think that could prevent it from happening. We have to raise and recognize the profile of what teacher leadership is. Welcome to Classroom Q&A. This is Larry Ferlazzo. Wise administrators who are new to a school take time to build relationships, support healthy teacher leadership, and get a lay of the land. On the other hand, some new administrators might feel threatened by teacher leaders. These latter principles often view pie as a finite space. If others have power, then they have less. Wise administrators, though, see that if others get power, the whole pie gets bigger and more opportunities are created for everybody. Today, I'll talk with Megan Allen and David Allen, no relation, about what teacher leaders can do when new administrators undercut them. Welcome, Megan and David. First off, briefly define what a teacher leader is. Megan? You know, I think a teacher leader is someone that is not only thinking about growing Uh, learners in their classroom and growing leaders in their own classroom, but they're thinking about growing other leaders outside their classroom as well. David, anything you can add to that? I would say that um, teacher leadership happens, whether it's officially designated or not, when that individual teacher starts to take responsibility for the professional learning of other teachers in the school, as well as his or her own professional learning. Great, great definitions. How have you seen or heard or experienced teacher leaders being undercut by new administrators or feeling like they were being undercut by new administrators? David? Larry, it happens in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it happens as a kind of a, on a more official level, that Mm -hmm. the new administrator will simply um, redesignate or, or take away a, uh, an official role as a, um, a mentor or lead teacher within a group. But it often happens in kind of unofficial ways, sort of under the table, where the uh, administrator will begin to maybe say things in meetings or um, closed-door meetings uh, about that particular teacher leader that, uh, that undercut his or her authority. And Megan, how about your experience? I agree with David. I think it happens a lot. I think it's a common occurrence. And I think, you know, a, a better question, one question that it makes me think about is from a systemic level, thinking about how we could prevent this from happening. How could we start preparing and supporting administrators and teacher leaders together and not in isolation? Um, I think that could help prevent it. Well, great. And that's a great question to consider. So uh, in a little bit, I'm going to ask you how to how we can respond. What's the best way for teacher leaders and colleagues to respond to this kind of problem? But before we get to that, why don't we start off with a question of how do we stop the problem before it occurs? Megan? I think it is in how we are preparing and supporting our, our administrators and teacher leaders. You know, right now, um, our teachers are prepared and are learning one way and our administrators in a different silo. And I think if we start thinking about how these two things can happen in tandem, how mm-hmm. we can cultivate leaders in administration and teacher leadership and how we can support it together, I, you know, create a culture where it's not competitive, but it's about a group effort around the kids. I think that could prevent it from happening. Mm-hmm. David, your thoughts about how to stop it before it starts? I, I agree with Megan. It, it has to be about understanding and communication uh, between the two different roles. But I think we have to raise 
and recognize the profile of what teacher leadership is. Uh, I think a lot of people outside of schools, within schools, in educational leadership programs don't really have a good sense of what teacher leaders do and the roles that they can play and how they can make the school a much stronger professional learning community and ultimately a much stronger community that supports the learning of the kids. So let's say a teacher leader is in this situation. What, what is the best way for them or their, and or their colleagues to respond to this kind of problem? David? You know, it can take so many different forms But when a teacher leader is challenged or their authority is undercut, my sense is that rather than sort of rallying around the politics of the situation, to really go back to working on the practice. There are many ways that a teacher leader can be a leader within a school community, even if that support from the administrator is not there. And and one of them is just to model good teaching practices and keep your doors open and be available to younger teachers or less experienced teachers who can learn from your experience as as a teacher. That's one form of leadership that I think can, um, it's not direct, it's not going to change everything overnight, but it will have an impact within the school. So to sort of just continue more as an unofficial teacher leader as opposed to an official one. If the doors, the, the official doors are closed, then I think that's one way to be effective. A lot of great teacher leaders are great teachers. They might have the the instinct when that their authority is undercut to say, well, I'm just going to go back into my own classroom where I'm in control. And I think that's the wrong move. I think you want to keep the classroom door open to other colleagues. And Megan, what are your thoughts about how to respond to this kind of challenge? I think there are multiple pathways depending on the teacher, the situation, the timing. You know, one, I think it means that it's time to work on relationship building. How can you start building a better relationship between um, yourself as a teacher leader and that administrator? administrator, you know, sometimes it's proceed until apprehended. You know, if you're doing good work for the kids, maybe you just need to ask for forgiveness. Sometimes too, it's about knowing the the policies. I think about um, one time when I was teaching special education in Tampa, I wasn't allowed to take my students on a field trip because I didn't have enough students to uh, fill a bus. Um, so I was told to tag along with another class. And there were some really weird dynamics going on with my grade level team and the assistant principal that led to that kind of undercutting of this this field mm-hmm. trip. So I looked really closely with my team at district policies around field trips. And we found out that you could walk and take a walking field trip within a half mile from your school. So we got out a map, we mapped out a half mile radius, and we had a series of really amazing field trips, you know, despite being kind of blocked by our system principles. So sometimes it's, it's just knowing the policies, um, leaning on each other as teachers, um, and also trying to think about perspectives, you know, why is the administrator acting that way or feeling that way, and being open to learning and understanding why that might be happening. So let's say I am a teacher leader in this situation and uh, a new principal is trying to undercut me or at least I'm feeling like he, he or she is trying to undercut me. What is one simple action I can do tomorrow? to begin to remedy the situation. So I'll start with Megan. My lightning round answer, start a Your conversation light- with, with that person and assume good intentions. And David, what is your response? Totally agree with Megan, but I would also add that when you're in settings with your colleagues, 
focus on the professional learning, become the facilitator in a group when no one steps up to be a facilitator, uh, volunteer to, uh, to take notes at a meeting and make sure they get out to the other teachers. Small things that have big differences, make big differences in the professional culture. Well, great. I'd like to thank Megan Allen and David Allen for participating in a conversation today on what teacher leaders can do when new administrators, administrators undercut them or they feel undercut by them. And you can also read their written commentaries on this topic at my Education Week teacher column. Thanks again, Megan and David. Thanks for listening to Classroom Q&A. I'm Larry Ferlazzo. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.